Episcopal code versus added complexity. <laughs> okay, this is mine. And maybe it's a little bit more than just, but I said, just, there's, I think there's some added complexity when you make code testable. But then also, as you're building, you say, oh, okay, here's a use case. Oh, here's another use case. <laughs> and then you say, okay, is it time to abstract this thing? You know, and then you've got some, some or you know, maybe you have some implementations that are, that are similar, say, oh, okay, might not need to, or by abstracting, then you have more added complexity. So, I mean, I'm just wondering what people's viewpoints are on the added complexity to these kind of things. Maybe, you guys know I'm going to talk. I want Jay and Paige to go And maybe first. throw okay. in one more thing is that uh, there's this kind of thing that I've read about, you know, when you're when you're testing, hey, test the interface, not the implementation. But I find that, okay, well, the interface, you know, maybe, uh, uh, I'm thinking, well, maybe it makes sense to test the implementation in certain cases when there's so much going on with the algorithm, when if you just test the inter interface, you're just getting certain properties and you really don't know deeply what's going on. So maybe, and people say, well, it makes the test harder to maintain. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe separate the tests. One's more closely aligned with the implementation, one's more the interface. Go ahead. Okay, um, so first thing, um, Michael Feathers uh, uh, says that if you can't test your code, it's bad architecture. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, but Basically, you have something wrong with with the way you write your code if it's not testable, right? So, um, in terms of adding complexity, I would think that you think the more complex is the untestable. And, and in terms of if you're writing tests for your your interfaces, that's good. But also, um, you gotta you gotta make sure your functionality works, right? So so there there's reason for both types of tests. Okay, so you're talking about automated tests for implementation and in some cases, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. I would, I would take kind of the um, channeling a friend, so to speak. I'm going to take the argument that that complexity may be a sign of that code doing too much, period. And so that responsibility really needs to be broken down. And if it means there's one small class that just does one function, and then you can natter together the things that it does, all the complexity that's hidden there, you've exposed the complexity, you've broken it down, and then you can hand wave past that integration test. So, so I really wanted to ask what complexity you're seeing that's showing up for testability. And so I'm going to make some guesses if you can tell me if I'm guessing right. Sure. Um, I've seen uh, adding overloaded functions ju just for testability, making a private thing public, making an instance member static, um, making a non-virtual member virtual, all to make something testable. Are those the kinds of things that you're thinking of um, when you say additional complexity? Yeah, in part, in part those kind of things, kind of saying, hey, I can't test it unless I make something public that otherwise wouldn't be. or pass in the data structure when I'm first initiating a class so, uh, so, so then you can access it via the test but normally you, know, you wouldn't in production code. Uh, so that's part of it or the idea of geez there's just too many classes and interfaces let's let's write something that's you know so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a proponent of 
testability. I understand the, the micro objects thing. I heard Quinn talk about that. I, not even micro objects. Yeah. But but Steven, the, the like right classes and the right interfaces. Right. Yeah. Are you done, Jake? Yeah, for now. I, we'll I just didn't know if, if somebody had gone too far and said, okay, you know, let's let's pull back and yeah. And, and yeah, when things are so abstract and reading it from. So reading production code can be. So this hard. is one yeah. of the themes that goes through my software heresy stuff. Okay. Um, the one on TDD will cover this. The one on NoMox will cover this, and the one on NoSolid. Well, that's that was also really heresy. The one on NoSolid will cover this. Wow. Okay. Um, to to give you the summary, I I agree with what these two are saying. I think in general. Uh, mostly the problem, I said the two big problems are, first of all, classes are doing too much, or, or methods are doing too much. And it's because you have to hook in somewhere to, to make them testable. That's a sign that, that, that they're, they're just too right. incestuous, I guess, right. to, to pick a word. I think that's part of it. Okay. Um, No, I forgot my second thing. Go ahead. Right. I'll think so, of it. I, this is a really important topic. It's also huge. So we're yeah. not going to get through right. all of it right. Uh, but I, something that was included in what you're saying, your tests are giving you feedback about your design. And I've heard Eric talk a lot about the idea that like, whether you're able to pick up on that feedback and respond to it appropriately is a big part of whether TDD plays out well for you in your context. So if, if you if you hear the feedback and respond by corrupting your design, then you're going to end up, in, I think, in a situation that you're recognizing, like, oh, things have gotten worse. I thought TDD was listening to my code better, but here we are in a worse state. And and there, there's, um, there's a bunch of skill and technique in there to take that feedback and turn it into better designs where you're happy with the outcome. Right. Okay. And so I heard several people say, oh, this is a sign that the class is doing too much or whatever. Like some, those ideas keep coming up, and it is a sign that that's happening. But understanding like why the why what's happening with your tests is connected to my code is doing too much, and how to make my code not do too much so that my tests are happy again. Like there's a lot of nuance in there. Uh, one tool that um, often becomes useful. We're talking about testing implementation details. So that's again a sign that your class is doing too much. But you may have a multiple levels of abstraction involved in your code. So the uh, like obvious examples are um, uh, creating lists of objects and traversing over them is something that before, like Link and C Sharp or whatever, we used to write for loops all the time. And that's a low level of detail, and, and Link is a higher level of detail. So like there's these like different levels of abstraction. There's computer science concepts, there's building blocks for my domain, there's business features that I can sell. And working at all of these levels of abstraction is important. And testing at all of them is important. Uh, and I don't know, there's like a whole book in here. So I think I just stopped. Okay, I have a, a quick one. I remembered my second point. So there are two different ways. Okay, you can couple through data or you can couple through behavior. Coupling through behavior, so coupling through data means, hey, I pass data around, sometimes called just plain old data. I just have these data things or value objects and I pass them and something does something and it produces more data. Architectures that tend towards that are very easy to test because they are self-mocking. The way you test them is the same way you use them. 
architectures that tend to rely on behavior, like I need to do this and I need to call out to this guy for him to do something and come back, ones like that are harder because I have to mock out behavior. It's inherently right. more expensive and inherently more code. Is there time for one more? Oh, I'm sorry. 